Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and today we are here with Amy Hartle. She is a wonderful, beautiful soul who has actually been through the experience of cancer before. She's been on our podcast before. You can find that episode in the show notes below. She works energetically with thoughts, the feelings, the emotions, helping women who have breast cancer. She has beautiful programs that you can go through with her. Amy, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. So you have an angel story and I am just dying to hear this because it includes Kenny Rogers and you have to share. Yeah, I love this story. So I'm so excited to get to share this with you. And uh, I, it was funny because when I, I wanted to listen to a couple of your episodes and the first one that I saw was about grandparents being your guardian angels. And that was just so, even that was a sign to me because my story is basically how my grandparents used Kenny Rogers to help me tell my mom that I had breast cancer. And yeah, it's kind of crazy. But so in my family, I, there's a thing in my family that my first, my first love and longest love is Kenny Rogers. I, my grandparents liked to listen to Kenny Rogers when I was little, they had an old Buick with an eight track player, you know, and they had, I can still see it. The Kenny Rogers greatest hits like eight track and they would play his music. And for whatever reason, it spoke to me. And I loved Kenny Rogers from like three, four years old, like just loved him. I would be in the car and I would try and negotiate with them. Like if we were like, like, can we just finish listening to like all the songs before we go inside? And they'd be like, we'll we'll finish listening to this song that's playing. Right. Um, So in particular, the gambler and, and Lucille are my two favorites, but I certainly can sing almost all of, you know, his greatest hits and, and even some, some deep tracks now. And he was my first concert. My parents took me to see him for my seventh birthday. So that was like my first like real concert that I ever went to. I've seen him many times since, and I actually did get to see him right as I was finishing my treatment for, for cancer. He happened to be playing in Buffalo and that was a real surprise and a real treat. But yeah, so it's, it's a thing like everybody, like my close friends and family who know me know I love Kenny. And when I was diagnosed, I mentioned on, when we talked before on the other episode that 
I have a long family history of breast cancer and ovarian cancers. My grandmother had it. My mom had it. I always knew I was high risk. I, I have a genetic mutation that put me at high risk. And so when I was diagnosed, unfortunately, I guess it wasn't so much of a shock or a surprise. I mean, I always knew it could, it would likely be me someday, but it's certainly, you know, just because that happened, I still had to deal with a lot of things that I wasn't prepared for. Like, how do you tell people when this happens? You know, who do I, who do I talk to? And, and my husband was wonderful and super supportive. And I, the person I was worried about telling the most was my mom because she went through it when she was 38, which was now 33 years ago. And this was a few years ago when I went through it, but you know, I knew she's, it was a very, very difficult experience for her. She was at the time I was 12. My brother was three and my sister was six months old. And, you know, so it was, it was hard and it was certainly something for her that was very scary and, and has continued to be fear in her life, you know, even though she's been healthy ever since. And I, I was so afraid of having to share with her this news because I, you know, it's my mom and I, and, and I knew that it would play into her own fears, let alone have to experience her daughter now is going to go through this. And so I'd actually called my sister first, like, okay, how are we going to play this? Like, how do I handle this? And, and my mom, I'm in Buffalo, but at the time my mom was still living in Virginia and she was actually scheduled to come up for a visit. And I, I made the decision not to tell her while she was down in Virginia, because I knew, like, I couldn't imagine her trying to drive an eight hour drive up, you know, up here with this news and being afraid and worried. And so the day she was coming up, of course, as it was getting closer and closer, I was getting really nervous, like trying to figure out how to, how to tell her. And of course, keeping something so big from her was hard too. I mean, my mom and I talk every day, sometimes more than once a day. And so the morning that she was driving up, I didn't, I hadn't talked to her and I, I was going to work that day. And I happened to get for kind of one of those weird, you know, circumstance or whatever, I ended up going to work early. I, I drove a friend in who had to be there earlier. And so I ended up in town at my, my studio earlier than I planned to be. And I decided I'd go get a cup of coffee and the coffee shop that I usually went to wasn't open. So I wandered down the street to this other coffee shop that I'd never been in and they were open and it was really cool. Like one of those funky ones with lots of tables and, you know, a cool place to like hang out. And they had this big table in the middle of the, in the middle of the space, like right behind the counter, right near the counter. And it had old books and crates of records and it had like tchotchkes and stuff. And I didn't really pay much attention to it. And I ordered my coffee. And by this point I'm getting really nervous. And like, my mom has already called me and left a voicemail to say she's on her way and I'm avoiding her. And I was standing there waiting for my coffee. And I mean, I was starting to like really get freaked out. And I, I just, I prayed and I was like, I just need to know it's going to be okay. Like, how am I going to tell her this? And I just need to know that it's going to be okay. And I got my coffee and I turned around and I was face to face with this big table. And the first thing I saw was like an old wooden crate filled with records. And the very first record was Kenny Rogers' greatest hits. And it was just that moment, like I burst out laughing and into tears at the same time. And it was, I have chills now thinking about it. And it was just that moment where it was like, I mean, I think I even said, okay, Grammy and Papa, I get it. Like, I know. And so I bought the record and I took it home with me. And like, finally, you know, I think I did touch base with my mom and I was like, oh, everything's fine. I'm just busy at work. But she was totally getting freaked out. Like she was like, something's wrong. Like they're all dead. Like something's horrible's happened because she called me and then she called my husband 
So finally, like we connected and she came to my house and, you know, we got her settled and she was telling us, of course, like, haha, I was so worried. I thought something was wrong. And I'm like, you know, it's funny you should say that. And so of course I, you know, I sat her down and I told her that I had been diagnosed with breast cancer and, and she just, I mean, I think if, if she could have disappeared, I think she would have, like, she just was like, she was shrinking and I kept saying, it's going to be okay. I have to show you it's going to be okay. And so I ran and I got the record and I showed her the record and I was like, see, this is what happened. Like, this is how I knew it was going to be okay. And yeah, it was just, it was definitely one of those moments in my life where I've never been so sure that, that my angels were there with me and, and that they were going to be with me. And it really, it was like, from that moment, I just knew that I was going to get through it. You know, I knew that I was going to get through it and that I was going to be okay. And so of course I have the record. And when Kenny Rogers, they announced a fair, his final tribute concert was that October that I was going through everything in Nashville. And I even have friends in like music down in Nashville. And I tried to call them like, is there any way I could get there? And it was the, it was, it was the weekend right before my final chemo and we just couldn't make it happen. And I was so, I was so sad because I was like, I'm not going to get to see him again. And so we finished treatment and kind of just accepted it and like moved on. And then it was now it's December and I get a call from my friend who was like, Oh my God, are you so excited? Are you going to see Kenny? And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, he's playing it at Buff State. So our, our, our University of Buffalo. So we have a, a wonderful venue here with one of the college, one of the universities that hosts a lot of concerts. And it turned out he was playing, he was doing like one final tour of like a holiday show. And so I bought myself the best seat I could, I could get. And I went and I took my album. I had no hair and I sang every song and I cried the whole concert through. And it was just awesome. It was just absolutely awesome. So yeah, so that even felt like a gift, like the sheer fact that I got to see him again, because that was the last tour he performed. And then this year when he when he died, when he passed, I heard the news and uh, my husband and I just hung out with point and I just played his music all day long and sat around and had a lot of good memories. And so now I figure he's up there with my grandparents and maybe he's actually one of my guardian angels now too. So I've got a few announcements. This month's winner of the drawing is Mackenzie Payne, who gets one free session with me. Email me a screenshot of your five-star positive review on Apple Podcasts, Google Business, or my Facebook page for your chance to win next month. Details are in the show notes. Friends, in the Angel Membership in June 2021, Archangel Raphael and I are teaching you Self-Energy Healing 101 and Chakras 101. You'll learn how to give yourself an energy healing session, techniques to keep your energy clear, and how you can heal your own energy field. To join this course live or replay at any time, sign up for the Angel Membership Program today. Also, a new class of the Angel Reiki School begins on June 1st. Join this separate program to develop your unique spiritual gifts and become an Angel Reiki Master. I'm still offering private readings. To book one, sign up for our weekly Angel email. Once a month, you'll get an email that contains a link to book your session online. One more thing, 
I am loving spending time with you live and answering your questions over on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Follow me on social and our newly launched YouTube channel for tons of new video content. Thanks for your support and for sharing this podcast with your people. Oh my God, you've got me crying over here. <laughs> it's so powerful. I could feel the intensity of your mom's energy a lot when you told her of just how much guilt she was holding on to and how much she felt um, guilty for passing that to you. How and did you what, work through that? Yeah. Um, and you know what? It's so interesting that you say that because that is, I mean, I, I know that that was there was guilt. And I had to really like reassure her, like, this isn't your fault. Like, and, and, you know, you didn't know that there was a gene when you had me. And even if it had like, you know, I mean, it's not a, it's not a reason not to have children. It's not like, we never know what's going to happen in life. And so I've certainly never felt blame or anything, but she, it's interesting because she told me that my grandmother felt the same way when she was diagnosed and kind of felt like, oh, I did this to you. And, and it's, that's not how it is. But I suppose as humans, we, we do take that on. So I think, you know, I think luckily, she did realize that, that it, she didn't, it wasn't her fault. It was just something that happens to run in our family. And, and, and she was great. You know, I really, I kind of, I told her, I was like, I need you to be my mom and I need you to take care of me because I can't take care of both of us in this moment. And she was from that moment on, she was amazing. Like she was truly just the best. She's always been the best mom. And, and she went right into mom mode and just, you know, took care of me in the ways that I needed her to and, and throughout the process. So it was, it was really, I was really lucky, really lucky to still have her here for, to go through that experience. Wow, there's moments when we're recording this podcast when you really feel like um, you just know that somebody needed to hear that out there. And I think that's one of these moments. I think that you are just this beautiful, immaculate soul in this world. And, you know, Spirit has said this a couple of times, your angels, as we've been like recording the shows, and they keep showing me, don't limit yourself with your thoughts and where you think that you can go with this, because this is so your purpose and your work in this lifetime. And it, it is meaningful and it is going to take bigger shape than you think it's going to, but your grandma on the other side keeps saying, I really need you to stop limiting yourself and thinking, well, it can only get this big. she said it's much much bigger than that so just keep yourself open and just say god i don't know where you want to take me but i know you're leading the way and i'll follow wherever you go i will thank you that means yeah you've got me crying now that means so much thank you wow Yeah. Oh, my love, Amy. Amy, tell everybody about um, the programs that you offer so that and we'll put all of the links in the show notes. Yeah, people can find me at it's amyhartle.com, A-M-Y-H-A-R-T-L. And my, my business is called As We Are Now. 
And I focus on working with women who are living in breast cancer survivorship. And to, what I, what my, how I define that is a woman who is pretty much through her, her active treatment for, you know, a first diagnosis, like early stage stuff. And she might be cancer free. She might be living with metastatic disease. She might even be in a recurrence, but, but someone who's in that period of life that is the rest of life, you know, that's trying to get back to kind of finding herself again after or beyond this experience. And, and so we have a community membership where we come together and work through different monthly themes, just how to live as women, you know, and dealing with this situation and, and to kind of reclaim our lives beyond just the patient, the survivor, the thriver. And then within that, we also, I'm about to launch a program that's an eight-week virtual program focused on teaching self-care techniques. So it's educational and hands-on self-care techniques for women to work, reconnect with their bodies, work with their scars, and even work with their lymphatic systems to make sure that they are as informed, you know, as, as they can be so that they can move forward with confidence and feel like they have some active role in their recovery and in their healing. That's amazing. Thank you, Amy, for the work that you do in this world. Thank you so much. And thank you for the opportunity to talk with you. It was so fun to share my stories and especially, especially my Kenny's, my Kenny album story, because it's, it's truly a, an impactful and special moment in my life. So Oh, I love that. I love that. Is the gambler, um, you got to know when to hold them. You got to yeah. know when to hold them. Oh, yeah. that's one of my, yes, that's an all-time favorite. Yeah. 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 Classic. Classic. <laughs> oh, Amy, we'll have a beautiful day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Me too. Beautiful souls, I'm so excited to announce that my book on angels and how they're working miracles in your life will be available on Amazon fall of 2021. If you're listening on or after fall of 2021, check it out. Friends, if you'd like to work with me each week, my angel membership program is perfect for you. You can join at any time and you get access to past courses. In 2021, I'll be teaching you about a new topic each month. We started the year in February with a course on oneness and raising your vibration. March is angel communication, how to hear your angels. April is trusting your intuition. May is knowing your soul's purpose. June is working with Archangel Raphael to learn self-energy healing techniques and Chakras 101. July is rewriting the stories you've been holding on to. August is all about rewiring your mind to move past blocks. September is energetically working through ancestral trauma. October is working with your inner child and Archangel Michael. November is a guide to being an empath. Then we're rounding out the year with a course in December that helps you connect with your loved ones on the other side to help you deepen your personal connection with them. And in January 2022, we'll be back with a whole new course on manifestation and co-creation. You get all of this live group access to me, two new pre-recorded Reiki healings, and advance notice to book a session with me when you're an angel member. Sign up for the angel membership anytime. If you're listening in 2022, 
please know that we're planning to add new content each month. For details and to sign up, view the show notes below. Friends, the only thing that's not included in the Angel Membership right now is the Angel Reiki School, where you learn to develop your unique spiritual gifts. Whereas the Angel Membership is about your awakening journey and your personal spiritual growth, the Angel Reiki School, on the other hand, certifies you as an Angel Reiki Master Teacher and teaches you the art of energy healing and bringing through messages for your clients. Friends, if you're feeling called to the Angel Reiki School, it's because the souls you're here to help on earth, well, they're omnipresent piece of them. You know, they're higher selves on the other side. That's what's behind you, pushing you, fueling you to become who you're meant to be. Because when you do, They know your work will shift the trajectory of their life here. That's what I mean when I say you have big, big purpose in this lifetime. A new class of the Angel Reiki School starts on the first of each month. Speaking of the Angel Reiki School, we're going to need about 800 volunteers this year. We select volunteers from people who've written a five-star positive review and emailed us a copy. That way, we have a way of contacting you for your free volunteer session. Many of you have asked if I'm still booking sessions, and the answer to that is yes. I love, love, love my sessions with you. We have a new system where we send out an email once a month with a link to my calendar for you to book online. It's really easy. All you have to do is sign up to be on my email list on my website, theangelmedium.com. I've been spending a ton of time going live with you on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and I'm having a blast with it. Join me over on social and our newly launched YouTube channel for tons of new content, teaching videos, and actual video footage of these podcast episodes. Friends, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much for being part of this community and listening to this show. I truly feel that this is your show and the angel's show, and I just feel so blessed to be a part of it. You're the most supportive community a podcaster could have. I pray for you every day. If you have a special prayer request, you can submit it through my website homepage and I'll be praying for you personally. Now for the oneness meditation, which is the last five minutes of every episode. And as you do this meditation, you'll raise your vibration and the vibration of the planet. Friends, what I want you to do is to just get into a relaxed position. If you are driving, operating machinery, need to concentrate, then this meditation is not for you. But anyone who is able to focus their attention on it, please join me. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And I want you to imagine that your socks, your shoes are off and that your bare feet are able to connect with the soil of the earth. And down through the bottom, the soles of your feet 
are these large roots that go down far and wide into the earth. Those roots go down far and wide, anchoring you into the earth as if you were a tree yourself. And up through those roots comes this beautiful, yummy, tingly energy. It begins to tingle at the tip of your toes. I want you to allow this yummy, tingly energy to just dance up over your feet, around your ankles. Feel this yummy, tingly energy as it moves up over your calves, your shins, all the way up to your knees. Feel this energy at your knees and allow it to move up the thighs, the hamstrings all the way up to the sides of the hips. I want you to allow this energy to move from the hips up to the base of your spine, the base of your stomach. And I want you to feel this energy as it climbs up the spine and the stomach all the way up until it reaches your heart. your physical heart 
is one with your body. And I want you to notice that your heart and your body are one with the air surrounding you. that your heart, your body, the air surrounding you are one with all life here on earth, all plants, all people, all animals, all life on earth. And now notice how your heart, body, air surrounding you, all life here on earth everything, everywhere. Friends, did you notice how your body got more expansive, your energy got more expansive, and you could feel out into your auric field, you could feel out into the energy of the world, into the energy of everything, everywhere. Friends, that is oneness, and you can carry oneness with you in your every day. I don't want you to stop here. I don't want you to open up your eyes. I want you to continue this meditation and to see that surrounding you are angels. You have guardian angels around you. You have cherub angels holding the space open for you to get into oneness at any time. You have archangels working with you in every area of your life. You have loved ones on the other side. See them. See them in detail, friends, because you seeing them in detail is the exact same thing as you going to them on the other side, knocking on their door, asking them to spend time with you. They love you so incredibly much. They want to spend time with you. They want to develop that relationship with you. When they're there, you're here. I know it's different, but you can still have that beautiful, incredible relationship. All of these beings, your angels, your guides, your loved ones on the other side, they form your spirit team who's always working to guide you, direct you, protect you. Friends, what I want you to do is just take some time with them right here, right now. What they want you to know is that they are working with you all the time. What they want you to know is that they are sending you signs and symbols to show you that they're next to you. Friends, they ask you to see that they are bringing in gift after gift after gift through your heart chakra to bless your life with miracles. Friends, it's your job to remain open, to believe, and to trust that they are working miracles in your life. Friends, I love you. They love you so incredibly much. Stay open and know, believe, trust, have faith, know like you know like you know that they are working with you always. See you here next time. Have a blessed day.